0: Live from the bottom of Mary Dillon's extremely bitter Grande Skinny Vanilla Latte. It's your daily dose of idyllic biz nuggets. They were idyllic last week. Probably the only show known to uh, humankind that can reference uh, Mary Dillon and not even, uh, you know, just keeps going. Like, people don't know who she is. Yep. <laughs> Joined, it. as always, by esoteric Emma Lurking and mal-adapted Matt Muscardi, I'm a Blaze trailer. Today, in our regifted bag of nuggets called December 13th, 2021, tornadoes, blackwashers, algorithms, and some woke numbers.
1: Ooh, now that's foreshadowing. Let's start with tornadoes. Saturday, tornadoes ripped through six states. The headlines are grim and terrible. The early death toll is around 100 people. And businesses like Amazon have been a target with people asking why anyone was working while a tornado, a tornado, bore down on them. This is a headline from Business Insider yesterday. Quote, it's inexcusable that Amazon asked staff to work during severe weather that collapsed a warehouse roof in Illinois, Union says. Or this one from The Guardian Quote, Kentucky Candle Factory, questions arise over why staff worked during tornadoes. The candle factory actually has been an epicenter for death and destruction as the entire factory was basically wiped off the face of the planet, the third largest employer in the region. Here's the money quote from the Guardian article. Quote, scented candles made in the plant eventually found their way onto the shelves of prominent U.S. retailers like Bath & Body Works. Shifts were going around the clock to fulfill Christmas demand. Hot take alert, Emma. Do we have a siren sound somewhere? Give me a siren. Woohoo! <laughs> a <good> toy siren.
0: <laughs> but I shouldn't be laughing. This tornado's happening.
1: Are you ready to smell what I'm cooking? Yep. Because all of these articles, all of these articles imply there's some deep state of evil corporations flogging their workforces that they pay with baked beans and Q-tips into working during a hellscape of weather that these same corporations brought on by sending 60-mile wild smoke signals into the air for the last hundred years, climate change destroying us. But here's what we the humble and victimized consumer and workers get while monocled supervillains take home stock options. These are some of the top-selling Amazon items this hour. I hope I didn't buy any of these. Number 1. A $40 VTech sit to stand learning walker with frustration-free packaging in blue. It's a plastic baby oh. walking toy. How did babies walk before the walker taught them anyway? The How did they do it? Short answer. No, they didn't. They didn't. didn't. Number two, the hashtag follow me micro fleece men's pajama pants with pockets. Here I was using macro fleece without pockets. What have I been doing? How about this? $80 worth of vital proteins, chocolate collagen powder supplement type one and three for skin, hair, nail, and joints. My shiny hair will protect me from the tornadoes! Going off rail At here. last! Off, completely off-rail, Matt. Number four, the Oster Cordless Electric Wine Bottle <laughs> Opener with Foil Cutter. I can't believe my current electric wine bottle opener didn't have a foil cutter already. And how about this? The Mayfield Consumer Products Candle Company, which is the name of the candle company that has been wiped, the factory mm. was wiped off the planet, they make such things as endless weekend, <laughs> a three wick candle scented with magnolia, mandarin, and coconut water. It smells like a chemical version of the time I had sex in endless Aruba. Endless weekend. This is that's, like the, that's anti corporate. These are things. <laughs> these are things th- that we all need. Look, here's my point. Please, you don't get a headline in 2019 from the New York Times like this without being a dick. Quote. Amazon pushes fast shipping but avoids responsibility for the human cost. Right? Amazon, you're a dick. We know that. That's fine. But here's the real reason Amazon Warehouse and Mayfield consumer products factories were open during tornadoes. Us! We're buying collagen implants, electric cork bottle openers with foil cutters. Now, let that sink in. That all these people were working during the Christmas rush because morons like us have decided it's important to get useless presents for everybody while I drink a collagen shake in my micro fleece pajamas and think about which hand soap really is the hand soap of the season.
0: That's all Uh, I have to say. That's plenty, Matt. Was there a sense that they knew the tornadoes were coming and kept the workers working? Like I don't get that, that part of it. There was
1: an alarm apparently 20 minutes earlier, and they told them to shelter in place. So, I I mean, I don't know what we expect here. Was Amazon supposed to send everyone home into the tornado? Uh, Were they supposed to sit in the warehouse and all die? Maybe they shouldn't have been working because we don't need rubber chickens I've been telling people
0: to spend less, Matt. I don't know why they're not listening. All right. Owner. Of private equity firm backed by Coors and other wealthy families is accused of misusing funds. This is a shocker. The cool. SEC is Ooh, investigating yeah. a private equity firm, 1,001 Voices Management, backed by several <laughs> ultra-rich U.S. families after receiving complaints that its owner was using investor funds to cover personal expenses. The complaint accused CEO Hendrik Jordan... Of covering personal expenses with seed money for a new fund and charging investors for travel costs. So, who is 1001 Voices? Good question. One thing is clear the one voice must mean CEO Hondrik Jordan, right? I mean, why else would you? It's only a 1,000. Yeah, why him. else would you add that? Why do you need to add that? I don't really. <laughs> you need that one? You know what website says? Uh, this is great gobbledygook uh, corporate speak here. This is even better than an endless uh, weekend candle mat. Here's what it says: Let <laughs> I don't know coconut water. Leveraging is. the three-dimensional capital of our investing families in time-tested principles of free enterprise, we are increasing prosperity in the African continent. Ooh, <laughs> wow! Three-dimensional investing is that length, depth, and height? Is that the? Here's all I know. Uh, website, lots of black faces, lots of black faces. They right, did well, it. Okay, that's is that the thousand? Voices? But when you click on the "Who We Are," what do you see? You see eight wonderful white male faces.
1: Oh, and the only the diversity
0: here voices. is that five of eight. This is true. Five of eight are showing their teeth. That's that's the only diversity <laughs> I could find. I know I'm I'm actually dead serious. <laughs> What's that as a percentage? Seventy. And, and when you scroll down 17. a bit, you can see their office locations. This made me chuckle. This is my first office location pop-up ESG analysis. I'm very excited. I I am now making fun <laughs> like of a company's this. corporate governance based on their office locations. So, so I get ready. Very Here game. we go. In order. And again, this is <laughs> a, a a company full of black faces. They purport to be saving the African continent. Here's the here's their lof, three-dimensional locations. The first one is Greenwich Village, Colorado. A, su- a, su- a, a yeah, a suburb of Denver, Greenwich Village, uh, Greenwood, sorry, Greenwood Village ranks number thirty-one <laughs> for highest income places in the United States, and its population is one point one four percent African American. That's Greenwood Village, Colorado. That's the first location.
1: Okay, one point one four. percent Number 10. two, got
0: Stellenbosch. It, a university town in South Africa, surrounded by vineyards and filled with some of South Africa's finest Dutch colonial architecture. Number three, Cape Town, South Africa. You know, South Africa. Say no more. Wink, wink. You get where I'm going here. And finally, Mauritius. Mauritius. An Indian Ocean island nation known for its beaches, lagoons, reefs, and its distance from the African mainland. An island that is technically part of Africa, but is as far from Africa as an island that is technically a part of Africa can be. I think it says that somewhere in the official language. <laughs> so far, <laughs> in fact, that 66% blogged. of its population are indo mauritian who are descendants of Indian laborers. So really not African at all. This is sort of like running for senator in Kentucky but your campaign headquarters is in Hawaii. That's it. That's all I got to say. <laughs>
1: that's that's the yeah, government. <laughs> you don't only you get you don't get geospatial governance takes yeah. anywhere Good but Good luck here. finding this at
0: Glass Lewis, my friends.
2: <laughs> you know what other takes? You can't get from anywhere else. You know what it is?
1: Algorithmic bias <gasps> takes. How would you know?
2: Wow. <laughs> A group called the Data and Trust Alliance has started an anti-algorithmic bias initiative to prevent discrimination in automated hiring software.
1: They have developed a new
2: tool that will use a set of 55 questions to evaluate the bias of a company's AI hiring software. Massive companies like Walmart, Facebook, and Nike have committed to implementing these algorithmic bias safeguards, which sounds kind of great. Right? Yeah, great. Good yeah. news hour. Well, that yeah, means it cannot possibly be real. So, <laughs> oh. and with no further ado, I say... Oh, double. We the are alert. calling than in than oh, the Debbie Downer than squad to get to the bottom of this because... I smell something. Something's up good, here. I don't good, like uh, it.
0: character for you. Debbie Downer lurking. You smell something Debbie Downer is already
2: an SNL character. I hate to break it to oh. you. We cannot steal that IP, but it was <laughs> a good thought. I have watched that since
0: 1997, but that's okay.
2: Please hold while the Debbie Downer Squad investigates. The Debbie Downer Squad's investigation is now complete and was, frankly, very, very easy. It all came down to this. Who is the Data and Trust Alliance? With a singular and very delicate touch of the Google search button, our team discovered is that the Data government? and Trust Alliance is made up of none other than the companies themselves. Oh, Yep. Yeah, it's like remember, a remember, trick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember how the likes of <laughs> Nike, Facebook, and Walmart were so ethically impressive by committing to ending algorithmic bias in hiring? I remember that
1: from like six minutes yeah, exactly. ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: Um, well, it's pretty easy to commit to something when you get to set the criteria yourself. This group was started by former American Express CEO Ken Chinote and former IBM CB CEO Sam Palmisano, who pulled, then pulled in 21 corporations as business partners. Nice. In all fairness, yep, business partners. In all fairness, the group has stated that it doesn't plan on influencing policy and that it will share its tools with anyone interested in improving their algorithms and data usage. That's all well and good, but an independent organization handling algorithmic bias audits would help me sleep better at night. No one screws with my algorithms on my watch.
1: Two questions as a follow up to this story to investigate. Number one how many uh, uh, people of color are actually involved in the Algorithmic Bias Data and Trust Alliance? And number two, where are their office (laughs) locations? The new governance metric that matters. Greenwood,
0: California. (laughs) Greenwood Village, Colorado. I'll get it right eventually. And finally, here's the headline. Women hold most non-executive director board seats in UK for first time. This seems exciting to me. Women account for the majority Hmm. of non-executive director positions across the UK's 150 largest listed companies for the first time, according to a study by executive headhunter Spencer Stewart. Is is Spencer Stewart, is that a company just consisting of just Spencer Stewart, just one person? I think so.
1: I think that's the way that works. But...
0: the report also revealed that almost 9 in 10 executive directors are male. Oh. Highlighting that men still dominate management roles. I didn't have time to put together a, a pithy good story here, so I'm just going to read out some numbers, and our fabulous pundits can give me their snap reactions. Here we go. Ready. 51% of non-executive directors are now women. That sounds good, right? Mm. It just does. But just 14% of executive if. directors are women, with Ooh. no increase from the previous year. Boo. Uh, and the most important committee, the executive committee, only 24% of members are women, so you get where I'm going here. Only mm-hmm. 15 of yeah, 150 boards land. have achieved gender parity. I don't know how this is possible with 51% non-executive directors, but there you go. I mean, literally, you have to try. You're doing advanced yeah.
1: math. It's like, f- it requires a physics degree to get this. I'm realizing
0: here. the rest of this story has just turned into a Debbie Downer report. Uh only 12 of 150 uh, CEOs are women you just realized that <laughs> only 22 CFOs are women only 14 chairs are women uh, men hold all four positions of chair senior independent director CEO and CFO and 64 of the top 150 companies uh,
1: what is senior independent that's the director? basically that the England's way of saying lead fleet, independent right? director yeah. It's just, they actually call them yeah,
0: SIDS. They, they abbreviate it. S-I-D. SIDS.
1: Really? Oh. That sounds like a This one's for you,
0: Matt. <laughs> six boards now have a dedicated ESG committee. Yeah. Ooh. And that has to be majority Okay, women. well, here we go. Uh, each was just set up in 2020, so these are brand spanking new, and all six of them are chaired by a woman. You got it right. Of Give course it to the they lady. are, because... Because you give
1: the ladies HR and huggy-feely ESG. And
0: similarly, uh, 47% of boards have designated a non-executive director to be responsible for workforce engagement. 65% of those are women. And finally, this one's for yep, you, right. Emma. No companies, none of the 150 biggest companies in the UK have chosen to appoint an employee as a board director. None.
2: Oh, how Is delightful.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Does that qualify as algorithmic bias? It's, it's
0: something. It's something. Did That's a
2: software it. do it?
1: That was today's biz nuggets. Your daily bag of biz nuggets, three dimensional bag today. That's Damian Rollis and Emma Lurking. I'm Matt Mascardi. We are Free Float Media. Go subscribe to our podcast. Next week we're gonna have a truncated set of shows, so you got to listen to everything this week. All of it this week. week. Listen to it twice. So that you get all the the information, you can keep it in your brain, and then you're ready for the new year with us. Go subscribe to the podcast, Apple, Spotify, all those places. Otherwise, we'll see you back here tomorrow.